Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You guys pick Jackson. You ready? Let's go! 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Good morning, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, Uh, brought to you by the amazing burgers at B3, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue, B3, Madison, and uh, Brandon. Blake's going to buy me lunch, looking forward to that, and uh, pair your burger with some onion rings, and you'll love it. We'll come back on the side. Blake, you had the uh, smoked chicken last week. Dude, it was so good. I've been meaning to get it. So here's one thing you got to pay attention to at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue that I obviously did not pay attention to. They have daily lunch plate, like blue plates, mm-hmm. because it's Mississippi, and of course they do. But they offer, I didn't realize that some of the blue plate options are also on the menu all the time. So the smoked chicken is always on the menu. I was sitting here thinking I had to go on like the smoked chicken day all this time, and then lo and behold, I didn't, and I finally got it, and it was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, it was so good. So they did a good job. It, it, You know how sometimes you get smoked chicken and it's dry and there's, like, not a smoke flavor? It's just, like, dry chicken? This was not it. It actually had that smokiness that you want, crispy skin but still moist underneath. Uh, yeah. It's fire. All right, so after you hit Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue, you can go to Havana Smoke Shop and get your premium cigar. Two locations, Ooh. one across from Shaggy's at the Reservoir and the other one in Jackson. Um I like that. I-55 North Frontage Road, Havana Smoke Shop. Good morning. Welcome in. Todd Wade, former Ole Miss Rebel NFL offensive lineman. Uh, teammates with Fred Smoot. I'm pretty sure coached by Steve Spurrier at the NFL. Not that that went well, <laughs> but 
uh, what he'll have to remind me there, but I, mm, I think that's right. We'll we'll have to see. Todd Wade uh, will join us at nine thirty on the Yingling Lager guest line. Good morning, welcome in South Carolina Gamecocks. will move up their game this weekend. Um, they'll play on Thursday because of the hurricane. Yes. We've seen this before. I, I Florida plays at home against a non-conference game. You said Florida State plays Wake Forest. Is that right at home? Wake, Florida yes. State, Wake Forest. Those are games I'd be watching to potentially move times. Okay, Florida plays Eastern Washington yeah. University. So that's why South Carolina can go ahead and move it. They're playing SC Upstate. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. Florida could probably get theirs moved pretty quickly. They're playing a nobody. FSU, Wake Forest a little bit more. When you play a conference game, there's a lot more that goes. Yeah. Remember when LSU and Florida had this happen? 2018, maybe? That they, sounds right. They had to move the game, and LSU and Florida had this huge squabble over who got to host the home oh, versus yeah. the, because of the, the, the missed game because of the hurricane. Was that Scott Strickland versus Joe Oliva? I think it was, like 18 or something like that, 17, 18. Scott Woodward. I think it was. No, I don't think Woodward was there yet because Woodward didn't get there until 20, right? Or 19? 20. No, he what? Was Woodward there when they won the title? I didn't think so. I thought Oliva was still there, but maybe it was during that time. That's a good question. Somewhere around there. So Joe Oliva is a national championship athletic director. Well, I think he already was for other sports too. Yeah. I mean, they'd already won. Yeah. A main sport. Yeah. The big three. Yeah. I think he was there when Maneri won his in 09, right? Wasn't Oliva there? I think he was. I don't know if that was still Skip Burtman or if that was Joe Oliva. That's a good question, man. Um, Hmm. Nothing better than being an AD where you can consistently get in scandals and fail and just get a new job at another program. What a joke. I mean, what a joke of a job. You can, there's, other than politician, athletic director has to be the single most fail upward job in the history of life. I mean, are you kidding me? You can just like cover up scandals, be involved in scandals, do whatever you want. And as soon as you get fired, you just go find another job somewhere else. Everybody's ready to pay you. Incredible. You're uh, pretty fired up and passionate about this, and I'm I'm liking it. I'm yeah, liking Oliva it. joined in 08, so he was right there when they got. Yeah, the, he didn't hire Maneri, but he got the job. He got he the got, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Bertman had to fire his friend, and then was it Smoke Laval? Oh, and then hired Maneri. Laval followed. That's never what you want to do. Followed the legend. So he resigned in April of 19, which means Scott Woodward was effectively AD when they went on the 19 run. <laughs> and Scott Woodward never bought in to Ed run. Why would you? Are you serious right now? Why would you buy into Ed run? Just because you hit a lotto ticket doesn't mean you make good business decisions. Right. I, I mean, what are we talking about here? Right. You think Eddie, who do you think coaches first? Eddie O or Dan Mullen? Dan Mullen. I don't know that Ed Orgeron wants to coach. I don't know that Dan Mullen does either, but I don't know that Ed Orgeron... Like, who's who's hiring Ed Orgeron as a head coach that he would take the job? I, it's a good... I think that his only option would be, like, low G5. And he's never taking that. Right. He, can't, he can't... Once you've been at LSU... And Southern Cal and Ole Miss, yeah, no, he's not going backwards. The, the, the private planes, the amazing offices, the he, facilities, the... the uh, 
He but could, smooching. He feels I, like a just, third party analyst, like the way Miami brought him in for a week in the offseason. Yeah. Like he feels like someone where it's like his friends are going to pay him to come in for like a week at a time and do stuff. And he may do some speaking and stuff. So like he that. hit a lick. He'd already made a bunch of money. He's in his probably now, Blake, early 60s, maybe around 61. Um, works out like a madman. I was about to say, you wouldn't be able to tell. Uh, yeah, he turned 61 in July. Okay. So that's still young if you're in good health this day and age. Yeah. He looked, uh, when they were showing pictures of him at the Miami A&M game, uh, the dudes are, you know, still getting after it. Pumping iron, cardio, whatever. Here's how ridiculous. Like you. He, yeah, right. Here's how ridiculous being an athletic director is, okay? okay. Oliva, part of the Duke lacrosse scandal, leaves Goes to LSU. He covers up Les Miles' pattern of misconduct over a decade. Allegedly. Yeah, al- allegedly. Um, does all that. Is involved also with the alleged children's hospital embezzlement at LSU. All of this happens under his watch. He's a terrible athletic director. He makes awful hires. He gets fired. Hired and- Will Wade, I think. Yeah, that was a good hire, though. I mean... Uh, yeah, as far as like on the court and yeah, going look, to a couple of Will tournaments. Will Wade did nothing that no one else. Will Wade was not cheating any more than anyone else did. Right. He just, he just got, got caught. caught. Yeah. yeah. Somebody had to be a scapegoat, right? So I'm not even mad about that one. But there were others. Yeah. All of that being wrapped up into Strong a bow. Strong ass offer. That's right. All of those wrapped up into a bow. Scandal after scandal after scandal that Joe Oliva's involved in. Do you know what they did when they fired him? They made him special assistant to the president for donor relations at LSU. Did they really? What a joke! Are you kidding me right now? Who's somebody commit a scandal that I can cover up so then I can get a better paying job, please? I mean, are you kidding me right now? Is he still there? Yes. Incredible. Special assistant the world to the president of academia and and what a and, joke. And athletic administration is pretty uh you know. What an absolute joke. I mean, what what's another profession? God. It, I don't politician and and yeah. athletic director. I legitimately don't know another one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, some football players or football coaches can fail upward. It's kind of a tongue in cheek, like, like Will, Will Muschamp. Will Muschamp at Orgeron sometimes, but that's such a small percentage. It feels like Jimbo Fisher. The big percentage is not that way. Whereas with athletic directors, it feels like it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. Once you get the job, you're getting the job. I bet Alan Green will get another job at Auburn. Not that he had a yeah. scandal, but but I'm I'm confident that he'll he'll get another gig. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, on the Ag Up Equipment text line. One of our listeners asks about Dan Mullen to Georgia Tech. Oh, well, he's living at in Georgia at his lake house, right? You and just keep doing it, babe. Would would Dan? So I, I had Dan going to a more of an academic school like Virginia or Boston College. Would Dan want Georgia Tech? The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Todd Wade, nine thirty, on the Out of Bounds Show. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Step into the world of power, 
loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Wade. Todd Wade will join us at 9.30 on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, played at Ole Miss. Blake probably doesn't remember him. That wasn't a shot at Todd. It's just Todd's closer to my age than Blake's. And uh, played at Ole Miss and then in the NFL. Um, we've hung out. He enjoys a cigar. Good dude. And um, he's got a better eye than we do about what's going on. So we'll talk about that running game. And then also what he sees from the uh, passing game, too. And, you know, maybe he'll tell us more about hanging out with Dennis Rodman, uh, which is still one of the best, one of the best stories I've ever heard. Yeah, it's incredible. Dennis Rodman was bartending. Uh, He and and Dennis Rodman were in the bar and they had to take Right, they were in Dennis's bar in (laughs) either Laguna or Newport. They're, as you know, they're butted up against each other. Incredible. Stayed a week there once. Talking about ridiculous. Um, Anyway, I'm not going to get into specifics but the night you know day unfolded and it's it's a great story about Todd Wade and Dennis Rodman hanging out you know, you know how I know who Todd Wade is he did say this I can say this on the air he said pound for pound when they started wrestling he said when Dennis had had enough to drink where he challenged me to wrestle he said I at that at this time I was weighing 300 pounds 305 pounds and, and Todd six seven he said I was in the best shape of my life playing for the Miami Dolphins and I sized him up and thought this is funny and he said pound for pound strongest human being I've ever gone up against Dennis I think was weighing in at about 240 yeah there but all muscle all yeah. muscle yeah freak athlete I mean we love to poke fun at him because of his persona and what he did off the court and dating Madonna and other people. Can't remember that other girl and being married for like 15 hours here and there, whatever. And, and all of, uh, of Dennis Rodman's stuff, but you're talking about one of the best athletes mm-hmm. in American pro sports. Yeah. Regardless of sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so Todd Wade will, will stop by, um, at 9.30. You mentioned something earlier. Just how remarkable, and maybe it was the higher, like the biggest hire maybe in the history of. Oh. I don't know. What? How about, this? Let's, let's make it this. One of the biggest hires in the history of college football, when Nick Saban decided to hire Lane Kiffin, when he wasn't failing. Correct. But knew that they had to do some different things on the offensive side of the football. And how many people don't do that? Business or sport? Yeah. Yeah. It's the uh, parable? Yes. Uh, Carmen Electra. Oh, there you go. 
Nice. On, on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Carmen Electra. And let me tell you, do you remember her? Yeah. Yes. During her day, she was gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you're right about Nick Saban, though, because you're what you're referring to is we were talking about guys who wouldn't do that. Jimbo Fisher, Joe Moorhead, even Mike Leach, to an extent, has been stubborn about changing things. There's there's people who refuse to change, and you know who they are. Coach Prime, we talked about, you know, would he drop his persona, his celebrityness, so to speak, to get the the coveted job that he wants? I don't think absolutely he not. has to. But, yeah, but but, but anyway. even if he did, he, sure. he wouldn't. I see where and why going. not? Because he's he's Deion Sanders. He doesn't have to. No. He, in his mind, is already the best at everything. First, he doesn't have to. First ballot hall. It first ballot pro football hall of fame. Yeah, absolutely. Which has no impact on your coaching. Now ability, I think where but, you're going though, in an interview with an athletic director and possibly a president, that means nothing. It it if Dion is not willing to maybe go down the road that they want to go. Yeah. If, and if, that just because you're going to carry on several different topics of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, it it could be the right fit for an AD and president and, and another AD and president may look at it and go, yeah. that that's a lot. We, we, we love the idea. We know he's talented. We love his brand and we love his energy, but I don't know if I can do it all. Yeah. And, and that's, it goes back to the old biblical parable of it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to give up his, his worth. Once you have it, it's impossible to tell people that you're not the guy. Jimbo Fisher won a national title. If you ask Jimbo Fisher, his offense is great. They're just not executing. Right. Right. Like we all know your offense they is terrible. They have to practice harder. Yeah. Remember, exactly. you know, when you hear that, that's the biggest nonsense yeah. in the world. Okay. If we just Please do one understand. more Oklahoma drill. Like you, I played sports my whole life. That's the biggest nonsense in the world. Yes. We, we have to practice harder and longer. That means nothing. Right. That means nothing. Right. Um, you want to rep things out, but practicing hard doesn't make you a better offense. No. Uh, no. When you hear that, you know that. <laughs> The ship has sailed. Right. It's Joe Moorhead saying, hey, I could win with a zone read rush offense and Nick Fitzgerald, but I'm not going to do that. Right. Right. Nick right. Saban, arguably the most successful coach of any sport of any era, inarguably the most successful coach of the college football era ever. ever. And, and this man in the middle of his success at the pinnacle of his career in 2014, after five years of grandstanding for play uh, count, rules you know you can only run so many offensive plays a game and and we need to slow the game down and high speed offense is bad for football after a lifetime of saying that he decides in the middle of the greatest run in the history of sports he decides you know what i'm gonna do a complete 180 and i'm gonna reinvent my program instead of being defense first and they still have that song sure but instead of being defensive led we are going to win football games in the modern era the way modern football is played we're going to become an offensive juggernaut no Show me one other person with that level of success who has ever done a 180 like that. I'll show you 100 uh, less successful people who won't do a 180. Can't, like, Pete Carroll won't change in Seattle. No. Okay, he is an amazing coach. It'll cost him his career. He's got a national yep. championship in college football, a, a, a Super Bowl in the NFL. He is an amazing coach. Pete does not want to adapt to what works now on the offensive side of the football in the NFL. Yeah. He'll dab he will dabble in it. But but they he, can't do it. Yeah. He can't do it because he's too successful. He's too he's well oh good. Yeah. And he's, that's he's the made problem. over a hundred million dollars coaching football there with two are, championships. There are less some successful would say three and 
if you count the other one in college. There are less successful coaches who refuse to change, and yet Nick Saban was willing to not just change, completely re-identify his program. It's unheard of. Yeah. And to be that successful and do it And he is... hired Lane Train, who is, Blake, he's one of the best offensive coordinators yeah. in all of co- in the history of college football. Yeah. And it wouldn't have mattered. Like, if he had hired someone else, it would have been fine. Like, Lane just the... literally tailors everything he does around the personnel that he has. Yeah. Period. End of discussion. Yeah. And the shift would have been amazing, no matter who he hired. But the fact that he made the shift and then went and hired someone who was kind of looked at as a wild renegade. And Lane was given a bunch of four- and five-star players. That's what I'm saying. He hired someone who, for the most part, people considered a, a, a wild cannon. A little bit overblown, but they did. You're exactly right. And I mean, for L- saving Lane's the hiring. never had a scandal off the field. That's correct. That's what's so funny about how he's been labeled. Now, he was kind of labeled as a brat, bad boy, but Kiffin's never had a scandal off the field. He hasn't. No. Yeah. He got mixed up with Al Davis at 31 years old. Who hasn't? I mean, when he was alive. (laughs) Um, He went to Tennessee and got boisterous, right? He was very flamboyant and talked a lot about coming to get people. Um, and then at Southern Cal, you know, he walked into a more difficult situation than the press wanted to acknowledge and won 10 games one year, but then got tarmacked and everybody just, we all lose our stuff when that happens because it's, and we almost get silly because it's like, oh my God, he got fired on the, on the runway outside of the jet coming home from Arizona or Arizona state. If Kiffin was... He, he's a good head coach. If he was an offensive coordinator, he'd be, he would be considered top three in the country. Yeah. Right? Wherever a- you put Absolutely. Him. i tell you who needs him. His buddy Steve Sarkeesian. That's the job Lane Hello. Train wants. You put Lane at Texas, watch out. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Also presented by Went McGee, the mortgage man. Went McGee. The Mortgage Man, MortgageManMS.com. Todd Wade, coming up next on the Out of Bounds Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Button, my friend. The Out of Bounds Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. And good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, brought to you by Spring Street Cigars in Startville, Tupelo, Oxford, DeSoto County, and Kosciuszko. With Meridian coming soon. Spring Street Cigars uh, for your game day sticks in Startville and Oxford. And uh, they've got a great selection. And you can smoke a cigar there, too. They've got a lounge, which is always nice. The, we're live in the Bank Plus studio. Our friends uh, and guests join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. We welcome in Todd Wade, played at Ole Miss and in the NFL. Todd Wade, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Bo. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing well, man. So everything uh, everything been going well? Everything's great. Everything's great. I'm just um, glad it's football season, enjoying the um, cool weather finally, yes. and um, just ready, ready to – see Kentucky uh, game this weekend and um, everything that comes with that. Early game, 11 a.m. What time are you getting out there? You know, a uh, friend of mine in our tailgating tent uh, has talked about um, maybe maybe an early time, you know, uh. really early. Maybe, you know, a little Bloody Mary bar or something. We, we'll see. Uh, I like might, that. Might, maybe eight. Okay. Uh, I'm, not quite, I'm not quite sure, uh, but uh, – We'll be there a little bit earlier this time. So if, if I was going to bet $100 on Todd Wade to be at the tailgate by 8 a.m., which way should I go this Saturday? Well, 8 o'clock, eight o'clock sharp uh, would be the question. Um, you know, it could, it could be 8 <laughs> <laughs> 8.30 maybe. But uh, I'll be there. Uh, all right. So tell me about tell me about this team. Um, they're running the football, you know, big time and, and looking good doing it. And they've got three guys, uh, Judkins, Dart and Evans that can all run it. They're doing a bunch of fun stuff, uh, through the air, not where they want to be quite yet, but I want to start with running the football. What are you seeing? I'm, I'm really liking it. Uh, you know, we, uh, I don't think we can ask for, um, for a, a better, uh, better running back depth than we have I, I don't recall this in a in a long long time so um, we're very fortunate to, to have them uh offensive line is, is, is doing well uh they're gonna need to continue to improve um they're now there are running backs um uh <clears throat> they have a bullseye on their back so it's uh in, until until we can just really sling the ball and and uh and spread spread the field um it's you know, we're we're the people are going to try to shut down our running game, so that's something to continue to work on. I've um I've been a uh, been a fan of the schedule for this team. Uh, now it's very backloaded uh, w- um, with the uh, quality of opponents, so it's it's helped uh, guys like Jackson Dart and others in our offense and defense um, catch up. Uh, you, when you have transfers come in and they're not familiar with the offense, 
or defense. Uh, just just a few of those games at the beginning of the year without having Bama come in week one and having to decide who's going to be the starter because you certainly don't want to have a, a quarterback uh, situation where you're trying to figure out who who's your guy and you have major SEC games coming in. So that's helped now that we have Kentucky coming in, uh, really good opponents, a huge, huge game. Uh, what used to be kind of like the Bama game is now Kentucky. So hats off to Kentucky uh, for what they've been able to do and bringing in talent and, um, you know, becoming a um, respect, respected football team. Yeah, no, it's uh, – Stoops has done a good job, man. They're they're more physical in the line of scrimmage. Looks like they've added some more athleticism on the, on the outside. But as you know, he started on the line of scrimmage uh, on both sides of the ball several years ago, and mm-hmm. uh, that's what turned the corner for them. So what about uh, Quinshawn Judkins? Uh, how good is he, man? Freshman. Yeah. Uh, plays, you know, he's, for freshman, he just kind of has, has it all. Uh, very physical, obviously can run, but just uh, really good awareness, uh, very explosive. You can't ask for a, a freshman to do any more than he's, that he's already been doing. So really excited about him. Obviously, you know, uh, everyone else, our whole running back stables and, Really good shape. Uh, I was not expecting this this year. Uh, I don't think many people were. Um, you really just didn't know what to what to think. You know, you lose someone the caliber of Matt Corral, um, it changes your offense. Yeah. So it, this is it's really really been a blessing to um, establish a running game like this. We haven't had a running game like this in a long long time. Yeah. Um, I don't you know uh, maybe since I was here it's been that long. Um, that's been strong and consistent and has still has a lot of room for improvement. Uh, the offensive line, I'm sure there's plays they, they wish they could do over and, uh, that's, that's typical, but as far as his talent in our backfield, uh, we're looking pretty good. Yeah. You, you go back to like Deuce and John Avery, right? I mean, cause oh, yeah. stylistically, you know, this as a starting offensive lineman, totally different, but when you get something like that, what an asset for the team, right? It, it is. It's really funny. When I when I was, so I was a redshirt sophomore and Deuce was a freshman, and Deuce was kind of the, like the number two punch, but was seen was seen as like the uh, the big bruiser, which you really I mean, it's kind of a yes and no. He he's a he's also a sprinter, uh, but people when people you see John Avery go in there. Um, as quick as he was, and and, and smaller, uh, any anyone with a little bit more size, they're going to be they're going to be considered the power back next to him. But uh, yeah, just they they complement each other, and the same thing when 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 Judkins comes in, um, you know he, he's a complement to the other guys, and it's uh, it's really really been um, interesting to see, and I think something that just as a fan an alumni. Unless you're really you're going out there and watching a practice or something like that, or or uh, staying in more in tune with everything, uh, it's a surprised uh, surprised a lot of people because it's a different it's a different offense. I think Judkins and his physicality is a little deceptive. Uh, he can bring a punch. Uh, you kind of yes. look at him and you go, okay. And then you see him run, and he's not scared to run over somebody either. He's obviously uh, can shift and quick. But uh, that was a hell of a get out of Alabama by Kiffin and, and that staff. That's right. Um, and, you know, 
assuming Alabama didn't even uh, wasn't even um, that interested. I don't know who who they picked instead, but uh, it's it's hard to imagine. Um, I can't imagine uh, Jenkins in high school. No kidding. Uh, all right. So what about this transfer portal? Um, this is fascinating to me, Todd, because you know Kiffin's like, hey, you know, I'm all in, and and we're gonna go. And we're going to do this, and this is going to be a big piece of the program. Uh, you have people who say, oh, yeah, you can do it. You have people who say that that's too many. Um, and, and look, the jury's still out, right? It, we won't know for sure. for a while. I don't even know if we'll know this year. Uh, I think we need a couple more years with the, with the transfer portal. But, um, you know, how do you see it as far as, you know, the experiment that Lane – is doing right now at Ole Miss with bringing in that many transfers? You know, uh, it seems as long as you're bringing in the right character and the uh, the right uh, pieces that fit, it makes sense. Uh, the, I, I, I uh, have been able to meet a, a few of them, and they're all the guys are all just class act, top notch people. That the ones that I've met, um, and they immediately meshed with the team. Uh, not so much um, as individuals, but really kind of bought into the team concept. So, you know, as a, the one thing you're, you know, if you're bringing in, it's one thing like the NFL, you're bringing in free agents, but the young, the younger they are, uh, the higher risk of, uh, you know, you're bringing in people who are more immature and, you know, they, a lot of times there's reason they're transferring, uh, but there's, um, we've been able to find value and the guys that we're bringing in. I think you can, you know, there there can certainly be problems. You can bring in people, you know, we used to call locker room lawyers, uh, guys that, that aren't a good fit, that call they're more divisive, and uh, there's, there's a reason they left the other, other school. Uh, that doesn't seem to be the case uh, with some of the guys that we brought in, including the ones from last year, like Chance Campbell, uh, guys that, that, that were been a really in stringer. Those guys are a really good fit in the program and helped out immensely. So that's uh, that's a really a that's great on Kiffin and the staff to be able to analyze these guys and see how they fit, uh, see see how how they, their roles can help the team. And because for us at Ole Miss, it was you, know, you, you lose certain you lose certain individuals, and how do you replace them? If if you can have people come in with with maturity and uh, buying into the program, uh, it can help you immensely. But it can also be a gamble. And as far as the the rules behind all that, you know, transfer rules, you know, I, I, it's a concern for me uh, for the future. Uh, I, you know, I wish they kind of could tighten it up. You know, when you know when they're able to transfer. Um, but as of right now, you know, I haven't heard anything about that. How they're gonna? It's somewhat of an experiment, and maybe some of the bad things are gonna have to kind of come out. Uh, that are that have to do with the, the transfer portal, but we'll see. Yeah, Todd Wade played uh, football at Ole Miss and in the NFL. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line, uh, talking Ole Miss football. They got a big win on Saturday. Um, we refer to it as the Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game. It's an 11 a.m. kick at uh, in Vault Hemingway as they'll host Kentucky. What would you make of Ole Miss not scoring in the second half? That uh, are you a little concerned, or 
they had already moved on to Kentucky and they weren't interested? I would, I would lean more on concerned. Um, it's nothing that can't be fixed. Um, I just, you still could lose, you could still lose that game and that's too big of a risk for, for, for a staff just to move on to the next team. Um, it was, it's one of those games you just want to go ahead and win it and get out, get out of there. But, you know, Tulsa, um, you know, they passed the look test. You know, their offensive line looked like, you know, they're built like, like an SEC line. So they, they weren't, they weren't, um, they weren't central Arkansas. So I thought I looked at the Tulsa game as a, as a positive in a way, uh, that it is giving, it's giving the rebels, uh, bad game film to look at to, um, you know, things they can go, go work on and find their weaknesses in their game and try to fix them really quick before Kentucky comes to town right. and then the next opponent, then the next opponent. So that, uh, sometimes that can be a good thing. It exposes these problems instead of playing, playing a, uh, team ranked in the top 10 and you really haven't quite figured out what's, you know, you want to, you want to get all that stuff out of your way. So, you know, the jury's out on that, uh, but I would have, um, as far as a teaching tape, I think that's a really good one. Let's go the defensive side of the football. Todd Wade on the Yingling Lager guest line. So, Will Levis at Kentucky, Todd, they're kind of one-dimensional, although Rodriguez is coming back this week. Uh, he hasn't played this year, but Levis can sling it. So, I know Ole Miss hasn't been challenged other than a little bit from Tulsa, outside mm. of the Tulsa game. They haven't been challenged on defense. So mm. when you look at that matchup, Kentucky throwing it against this Ole Miss defense, what do you think? Uh, we're going to have to get at the quarterback. Um, we cannot let them pick us apart. I do like I do I like our defensive backs, but our pass rush has got to continue to improve. They've shown um, They've shown strength during certain times, but like I said, we haven't really been playing, uh, the, you know, the first few games, um, we're not, there's not going to, it's not Kentucky and it's not the rest of our schedule. So it's, it's going to be a big challenge to them and they've got to get to the quarterback and uh, be much more disruptive up front. Todd Wade on the out of bounds show ESPN one Oh five, nine, the zone. So what, uh, you know, you hear coaches talk about the non-conference games and, Fans not showing up. I, look, I get what Kiffin's saying. I also hear other coaches talk about it, but I think that that ship has sailed as far as, you know, 60-plus thousand at Vault Hemingway or Davis Wade um, on a non-conference game outside of, like, some big name coming in. Yes. Yes, and and, uh, and I think with our schedule um, – Having the non-conferences in the front, in the, you know, first few weeks, um, that's going to be more of a problem. Uh, people are just kind of waiting for the big Kentucky game, and uh, that's that's what you saw for Tulsa. Yes, it's hot, but it's I mean, people have been going through hot games for years, sure. and it wasn't any more hot than so. Uh, I don't buy necessarily the excuses or or even the. Uh, well, TVs are bigger at home, and they're more more. It's always been more comfortable at home, you know. It's yeah, you know, it's uh, it's easier to not move off your couch, of course. Uh, but there is a level of sacrifice that alumni and fans 
have to it's not going to be completely comfortable in every step of the way i mean from heck from walking to the grove to the stadium in september and it's hot you're, you're going to sweat <laughs> so it's uh that's just it's just part of the game uh there's you know there are some things that for Ole Miss i wish that can you know could change i think it needs to be a uh, priority for the student section to go in the south end zone and it has to be done at all cost and and figure it out it, it, if, you, if if any, the, the student body needs to be split up, that's fine. But I think that's something that has to happen because uh, you have our own fans cooking in the south in the north end zone uh, the entire game when that really should be opposing fans. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Uh, you know, and it's the Grove is an asset, and people need to realize that it's a you know it's a great tool to have fun before the games and after games, but. It's also um, can be a detriment if you're letting if you're if you're making it too easy. One on the students being able to turn around and walk 100 you know 100 plus yards and they're in the grove being in the being in the uh, north end zone as well. So I do I, I think it would work as more deterrent uh, having the shade and having a longer walk uh, to get to the grove. Um, I think you and I talked last year. It's Pretty unbelievable Kiffin's ability play calling wise, right? I mean, in game, situationally, mm-hmm. I mean, he's really good. Um, he's not going to call every play great, but uh, he's at the top. You know, he's at the top of the list in the game. Uh, not, I mean, as a coordinator, he would be top five, six, seven in the country. Uh, how mm-hmm. impressed are what are you with what he's done the last three years, including this year? You know, um, well, just starting with he he's been been great at working with what he has uh, with his talent. You know, and for this year, uh, one of the things I'd be concerned with with a lot of the new new coordinators is, well, gosh, you get you get success in the running game, you get a first down, then another, and then you start throwing the ball. Um, sometimes, always, offensive coordinators can tend tend to be a little cute and want to be creative uh, to an extent that it hurts your offense. I think when you have something good, you're running backs running the ball, continue running the ball, mix and play action as needed. But, uh, you know, until they can stop you, keep going. And Kiffin's done that. You you know, sometimes there's coordinators out there that uh, they get a little cute and they try to switch it up and, um, and they're, they kind of miss the big picture. Uh, that's, that's one thing. It's just, um, and it should it shouldn't be seen as old school mentality. It's just a that's the way that's what you should do. You should um, until someone can slow you down. Uh, should you uh, deviate? But um, he's he's done a great job working with what he has uh, from uh, Matt Corral till now, and I think uh, it's he's he took he took full advantage of Matt's talents yeah. with our offense. And now it's moved it to the to the running game to give uh, Dart and these guys time and um, uh, take some pressure off of them in the passing game while they catch up. Because we have good receivers and and uh, and I, I have confidence in our quarterbacks, but they you know, it's now's getting the time where you know they need to step up and be consistent. Yeah. Do you still are you played at Ole Miss? You played in the NFL. Do you? Do you get butterflies when they play big games or nah, been there, done that, I played? Or yeah, absolutely. Which way do you go there? Yeah, I, I get pretty intense. Uh 
you know, I, I, I think I care too much when the game's going on. Um, before the game, uh, now I would say before the game, I wouldn't say butterflies. Uh, it's a big difference when you when you're actually playing. Um, and I truly, I can truly get nervous. And I think I told you this before. I remember my rookie my rookie year in the NFL. I you know, come out of the tunnel yelling and hollering like a lot of people. Then I'm, I go and sit on the sidelines. Wait, wait. You know, the, I think the defense was going out first. And uh see Richmond Webb, all pro left tackle, sitting next to me, not saying a word, just sitting here relaxing. And I kinda looked at him, I was like, God, I feel foolish. I need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you learn a bit a little or learn a little bit, especially in South Florida about energy conservation <laughs> in the uh in, in September. <laughs> so that uh you know, you, you you learn from that. But uh but with with the, with the with the um butterflies that that was all that was always there until that first draft yeah good stuff well man I, I hope you're doing well thanks for hanging out with us and um we'll catch up again soon okay bud thank you bro enjoyed it todd wade uh played at old miss and in the nfl he joined us on the yingling lager guest line and he's excited about that running game as he should be uh, he also recognizes that uh old uh kentucky is a real deal opponent and no doubt Stoops has changed uh, the deal in the program and it started with the line of scrimmage. So we'll see how that, that looks on Saturday with Kentucky and Ole Miss as Blake has reminded me twice, Kentucky is ranked in the top 10. That is weird to say for me in basketball. Hey, they're in the top 10. They're in the top five. Okay. That's uh, that happens all the time. But in football, Wildcats went to Gainesville a couple weeks ago, won, and then they've been kind of doing the what Ole Miss has been doing the last two weeks. They played Youngstown State in Northern Illinois. But the second longest win streak in the country belongs to your Kentucky Wildcats. Big Blue Nation. That's right. Eight games they've won in a row. They won 10 games last year. 10. Count them, 10. And they started 4-0 and this year. I mean, that win against Florida is one of the more impressive wins it, of the year for is. any SEC club. It is. So, I'm not going to sleep on them. And you heard Mike Dettelier. Will Levis was his most impressive quarterback at Manning Passing Academy. That's with Bryce Young and Hendon Hooker there. That I, Honestly, that surprised There's me. A re- I've said it all offseason. There's a reason he's on draft boards. They're not always right, but there is a reason he's up there. He has talent. He has potential. Kentucky take advantage of it. Always a great question. Right. Doesn't mean he's going to win in college, right? Because but, Stoops has won with the ball control offense being yeah. beating people up in the line of scrimmage. Good and, defense. And stinging yeah. as hell on defense. Yeah. I see where you're going. It's not like they've, they've had some kind of prolific offense No, they've there. never maxed. I mean, they. I guess Andre Woodson was the last time they had a QB that yeah, was, that was any like good. Five. Yeah, Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. Will Levis could be good. It doesn't mean he looks that way when he plays at Kentucky, right? We'll leave it there. Good show today. Thanks to Todd Wade and Mike Dettelier for stopping by. If you missed anything, we would love for you to go to Apple Podcasts. Search the Out of Bounds show with Bo Bounds. Apple Podcasts. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Show is brought to you by the number one commercial roofing company in Mississippi. Independent Roofing Systems. That's Independent Roofing Systems. And the show is also brought to you by the Charbroiled Oysters, Brad Smoot's favorite, the Charbroiled Oysters. 
at Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar right there on County Line Road by the Hilton Jackson. See you tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.